Hey, welcome to Back to American Steel. This is going to be an amazing episode. I'm your host, Mike Steele. Uh, I'm excited today, Clayton. Uh, we've got two special guests here with us today, and I think this is going to be an amazing episode. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So, listeners, thank you for downloading the American Steel podcast, the most downloaded podcast at WKOM 101.7 Radio here in Columbia, Tennessee, Front Porch Radio. Today, special guest, head coach of the uh, Columbia Central Lions, uh, Trady Golf, and head coach, newly hired, both are newly hired, head coach of our baseball team, uh, Mr. Devin Simlar. Devin, Trady, how are y'all? We are good and happy to be here. Same as me, man. I'm good. Happy to be here. Great day. Good, good atmosphere in the building. Coach Golf, the first time I met you, you had the same smile on your face, and it, it doesn't seem to disappear. You're just over. Now it seems to be a little bit bigger, you being the head coach of your old alma mater. Uh, yeah, it, it sure made it a lot bigger, man. Um, a great opportunity for me to to go back home and, and lead these guys, you know, um, I was something I dreamed of, something my father told me that I had the opportunity to do before I even went back. So to see it unfold like that, man, it, it, it sure did bring a big smile to my face for sure. And, and Devin, uh, Coach Simlar, I know that the process uh, was a little uh, lengthy for the baseball coach. I know, I know you're happy that it, it turned out the way it did, and, and so am I. Uh, it's no secret to our listeners that I'm the principal at Columbia Central, although this podcast really doesn't uh, have much to do with uh, the schools. I do, I do like to give it a shout-out as, as often as possible, but you also have a, a unique history at Columbia Central. Yeah, I mean, uh, graduating here in, in 2016, um, I think we're both in a, a really good situation. Uh, it's it's kind of a, like he said, you know, cool atmosphere, and now we got two guys that the community knows really well. Um, I know that we both share the same vision. Uh, we, we, we got a great work ethic, ethic as we, we came through Central, and uh, we were trying to pass that along to these guys. And I think we kind of got the same coaching philosophies in terms of we got to see things at the, at the higher level, and now we get to pass it down to these younger kids. So I think we're both pretty excited about how this how this kind of uh, how this kind of panned out. Well, one of the things I'm really excited about, I, I met you during the process of training our football team uh, on their strength and conditioning. Uh, and you talked about baseball in that process a little bit, what you do with baseball. I was impressed with that. And then uh, Coach Golf, uh, and Devin, you went to, you played at college ball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I played at uh, Columbia State for two years, um, and then I transferred after that to Reinhardt University, which is down um, in the Atlanta area. It's in the suburbs, about 20, 30 minutes from, uh, from the city. And what did you end up getting your degree in again? I got my degree in exercise science. Uh, technically, it was, it was called sports science. That's what they had down there um, at Reinhardt. But it's, it's an exercise science degree. Um, that's where I got my undergrad. And then um, I actually tore my ACL my senior year, and that allowed me to get that extra uh, year plus COVID. Um, so it kind of got screwed up a little bit. But that allowed me to get my master's um, also. So I was able to get my master's in uh, sports administration and leadership. And, and Coach Golf, uh, same for you. You played ball at uh, Tennessee Tech, right? Yes, sir, I did. I played ball at Tennessee Tech for five years. Um, going into my senior year, I tore my pectoralis, so I had to take a medical red shirt, something basically like you. Um, and we, uh, I um, got my degree in the same thing, exercise, science, and fitness wellness. So, um, it was a. I enjoyed college. It was a great opportunity to meet many people, and and I still got some of those relationships to this day. Now, if I hear one more story about how amazing you were on both sides of the ball in <laughs> high school, I don't know what I'm going to do. I probably could go if I had a nickel. I could easily go to a steak dinner. Uh, I want both of you to know up front. Uh, I had I've had nothing but pr- great calls before you were hired, uh, after you were hired. 
and just I haven't it's been a long time let me say this I don't even think I have experienced this kind of excitement around two hires uh, that I was also very excited about as well but you're both replacing Hall of Fame coaches and I think for our listeners I think that they would like to hear your perspective on what that how you um, analyze that and then what that means to you personally uh, for me, man, it's big shoes to fill, you know, um, Coach Sharp, a legend, man. And in many places, you go, like I said, we was going to those coaches' clinics. Everybody in the building knew Coach Sharp. Instructors talked about Coach Sharp starting the, the Coaches' Clinic Association in Tennessee. So that's just big big shoes to fill. And um, it's possible as far as – I ain't going to say it's going to be done in one year, but if, uh, with his leadership and his – his um, mentorship, because I still text him to today, you know, he tell me words of wisdom and tell me to keep working and just stay at it, you know. Um, so I think that with his leadership and mentorship, um, it's possible to get going in that direction and maybe one day be in the same seat he was in as far as being a legend as a coach. You know, um, like you said, there's plenty of stories about me being a legend on the field, and those days are over with, so now it's time to start something new. Someone told me yesterday they saw you running the ball in high school and that you hit the kids so hard that it ruptured his spleen or he had to go on to the yeah, ambulance. I was like, nah. And someone said, well, he used to be bigger. I was like, how much bigger can Trady get? Man. He's huge now. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it was a couple of people like that, man. <laughs> um, we sent a couple of guys off in ambulances back in the day, man. Um and that was just from that weight room. We was in that weight room hard. Um, yeah. We was at it, working on hard as far as conditioning-wise and everything else. And it wasn't only at the school when we was with the team. It was away from the team as well. Speaking of which, can you just give a, a shout-out really quick? You came up to the weight room the other day, and what did you observe in that weight room the other day? Man, I observed the atmosphere, uh, somebody going hard, focusing, um, who was that person? Uh, that was Dr. Dr. Steele for sure, man. <laughs> let's go. Was, let's go. Was, I was getting it in. Getting it in. Yep. Um, and I even interrupted, accidentally moved the tire out the way. Luckily, he was done. I, I was flipping tires. He, coach yeah. moved it out of my way. Yeah, yeah, I just want to get a shout out that I was getting it <laughs> in <laughs> before my parent meeting. Yeah, he was. He was getting it in. It was good. And then you, I love to see you getting it in, too. And, uh, you know, so Coach uh, Simlar, uh, I'm just going to call you Devin for our listeners. Okay. Devin. I'll be honest, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. I haven't enjoyed baseball as much in my entire career as I have this year, and it's just the atmosphere. And I know it wasn't uh, the year that y'all mm-hmm. had anticipated or wanted, but um, you know how baseball is, right? That's right. That's you win right. some, you lose some. But mm-hmm. I was out there. I got to see you in action. I got to see Coach Pickle for one year. So I kind of I'm, I, I feel a little – I'm fortunate and had the honor to see uh, Pickle – coach for his last year in high school baseball after all hearing all the things about what he's done over those years and then I have had of course you know student athletes and parents come up and say hey what are you going to do pickles leaving in this park and then um, they just you know every single one of them and just so you know a student athlete came to me yesterday and said hey the process for the interview process was was pretty intense, but at the end of the day, we all want uh, Devin, Coach Simlar, to come back. How do you process all that? Because you have all this, you have a fan base already, and then you're also replacing a legend. You know, it, it's it's been a lot when you first think about it, but honestly, it's it's you got to be grateful for the support. Honestly, uh, I think community is behind both of us, hundred uh, percent, and I think that's what will kind of get us a little bit more comfortable as, as we get going. Um, so the support is there. Uh, now it's just time for us to kind of get to work. Uh, as far as 
filling the shoes, I don't think you can you can necessarily call it filling the shoes, but like I've said before, I think we just got to keep the standard that was already set. You know, I think we can we can both put our own twist on some things and bring a little bit more energy to the um, to the environment. But um, as far as replacing those legends, man, you just got to you got to keep doing what they did that was great, and then you know kind of have our own uh, little twist on some things and see what we can get done. So uh, we've also had another legend join us. Coach Dickinson has been mm-hmm. coaching in this district for a long, long time. I've, I've heard you described as a legend in the in the community. You've coached a lot of a lot of players over the years, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, you've had an opportunity of coaching these two young men at some point or knowing them since they were little. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm excited. These two hires was the best thing happened to Columbia in many years, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just uh, not coach. the prince, not the principal, just the two coaches. <laughs> well, you know, all three. I brag on you all the time, Doctor Steele. I'm messing with you, I'm and uh, we're honored to have all three of you. You know, um, kind of like the three horsemen in the room today, and, and uh, the community's excited. Um, I got to uh, segue up with uh, Goff, and we was in the Murray County Youth Football League, mm-hmm. and we were surrounded by some great coaches out there and great players and we got to watch golf and that group of kids that grow up from five years old all the way through central i got i got so blessed to be invited to come to central and coach back many years ago and i got to watch the golf Jack mason kenneth hughes jonathan brady and i could sit here and name so many resilient kids on them teams we used to have to run them off the field you know hey guys go up the hill and tell them they got to go it's 7 30 when they go home <laughs> and so we'd run them off the practice field run them out of the weight room they showed up there's discipline and golf mr golf coach golf and i was sharing some stories last thursday evening mm-hmm. and uh and i told him i says when 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 Mr. Goff was five years old playing in the Murray County Youth Football League. And I told him then, I said, I knew that day I seen you that, that for the summer practice that you were special and that group of kids was special. And I watched and I watched him grow up over the years. And, and I told him I'm so proud of him that he, he went through the, the elementary programs, the junior high programs, the varsity programs. You never worried about his grades. You never worried about his discipline. You never worried about his focus. And uh, – it was an honor to watch that, and, and when they when you decide to come back in the spring, and they give you the conditioning to the football team, and I went up there on the hill a lot. You know, I work at Withorn head coach Withorn, but I always took time to come up there and see you guys. And I watched the atmosphere change. I watched the kids buying in. I watched them working hard. I watched a group of kids start coming together as a team, and, and then when uh, Coach Sharp resigned. Clayton and I talked. That's no brainer. We've been talking about this ever since you came back. That's your next head coach, and so that worked out. And Doctor Steele, hats off to you. Great job, interim coach. Uh, I see you a, a thirty to thirty-five year coach at Columbia Central, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about it. And the community excited about it. And we go back to the uh, parent meeting, uh, not for last. We all went to the parent meeting, and, and I looked around the room, and and everybody comes up and talks to me and I sit back there and coach stone was sitting next to me and he laughed. He says, you remind me of a Baptist preacher coach Dixon. He said, everybody walks up there and shakes your hand and said, I didn't know a lot of these kids. And you introduced me to their mamas, their daddies and calling them by the first name. You introduced so many people. I'm confused right now. And I said, coach stone, welcome back. We're all at a good place right now, and so I'm excited about this right there, and I, and I cannot – and it's done started. 
it's done started, but I can't wait to see the finished product. I see state championship runs again in the football program. And Devin, I knew you. I was at Central when you watched you grow up, and and the community has all embraced you, love you, Devin, Devin, Devin. And so, uh, Devin, I'm excited about you being our baseball coach too. Yes, sir. I see great things at both levels out at Columbus Central. Dr. Steele, I've seen the difference. I used to spend a lot of time at Central, and a lot of teachers said, uh, you don't want to go out in the hallway to bell fix your ring. <laughs> now I want to be in the hallway when the bell rings and watch people smiling, the students smiling, the teachers smiling. And so I see so much good stuff right now at Columbus Central. And, again, hats off to all three of you guys, and, and this is going to be a fun ride. Well, I appreciate that. I just uh, I like putting a great team together. I mean, it's uh, you know I appreciate that compliment. You know, hey, uh, Coach Golf, do you do you remember when uh, I was speaking to our superintendent, Miss Venturi, yesterday? Do you remember going when she was the sped? She was a special education director. Your grandmother used to work in that office. Mm-hmm. Do you remember going in there when I, you were little? I do remember that. Yeah, um, I remember a lot from uh, my grandma. She grew up, worked in the uh, education system growing up, and. Um, I remember I made a lot of relationships, uh, and to this day, I see them people, they still speak and everything else. I told her I would tell you because she uh, made it a point to tell me how excited she was mm-hmm. that you were our new head coach and because so, she remembers you when you were little. And uh, this morning I was having coffee with um, one of your graduate uh, students, uh, Michael Parks. Oh, yes, sir. You know, yes, Michael? Yeah, let I me do. Let me tell you what Michael says, uh, Michael said about you this morning. And, I, and then I, I was having coffee. Somebody walked in and said something about you too, Devin, which is really – a wonderful thing. Uh, just as uh, the principal of the school, it just makes me feel amazing because um, I didn't hire either one of you uh, f- so much about state championships. I feel like those things can happen under your leadership for sure. But Michael Park said, you know, and I'll tell you something about uh, Trady Golf. When, when in high school, uh, he was had the same attitude and demeanor, and he helped everybody. He was kind to everybody. And like Coach said, he went, he was in class making good grades. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's just your reputation. And so congratulations to you and your parents and your grandparents and mm-hmm. everybody that had anything to do with your upbringing uh, because – uh, you, your reputation is uh, impeccable. And then I, as I was sitting there in that conversation, another gentleman walks up. I, I I was introduced. What's the gentleman's name that was at lunch with us, Clayton, the other day? The, the Marine, the former Marine. Matthew White. Matthew White. was. you know Matthew? Yes, sir. We, we work together every day. So, okay, that's right. That's right. He does game a part-time time. Uh, gig at, at, at game time, Yes, right? he does our HR stuff. HR stuff at game time. Right. So he went on and on about the young man that you are. And so he didn't say anything about, you know – your hitting ability or your pitching coaching or anything like that he that was that's already kind of implied right uh you're the head coach of a 5a a, a, a baseball team with a great reputation and uh you're replacing a, a legend in the in the state of Tennessee but he just went on about your character and your integrity and you know what he said and here's what he said he goes I've been out there so many times and I've never once heard Devin yell or scream at the kids <laughs> And I'm like, okay. I mean, you, I can't say that for me, but I mean, I can say it for you know, I, you know, sometimes. But you know, it's just a, another uh, testament to your character, your reputation in this community. So I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm honored that I'm honored that y'all accepted these jobs because I, I, it's my first year at Central, 
and I think we've done, we've had an amazing first year. But I think having you two on uh, as head coaches, uh, we've got an amazing uh, basketball girls and boys head coaches. We got uh, state championship rugby team for our girls, third place in nationals. I mean, we are making things move, um, and so. I just want to say thank you, and I wanted you guys to be aware of that's the kind of reputation that you have. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, speaking of Michael Parks, man, um, he was one of the first people who hit me up when he uh, found out I got the job and said, anything I can do for you, let me know. So I appreciate those compliments. Um, well, I, I told Devin at 9.15 that I wanted to hire in person. He came over after his class, and I told him in person I wanted him to be the, the baseball coach. Mm-hmm. And then Clayton and I went to lunch that day, and, and uh, this Mr. White already knew about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody already knew about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love I love being in a small community. And, uh, 99% it's positive to be in a small community. But, I mean, I've had a couple of emails about, hey, are you going to do this kind of uh, search for I – knew, I knew after I met you, mm-hmm. I, of course, I had heard a lot of stories about you uh, when you came back over to be an assistant coach and teach, uh, teach Spanish for – the school, uh, but just getting you to know you, um, I didn't. Uh, there was never a doubt in my mind that I was not going to do any kind of uh, formal. I knew who I had in the building that loved kids and those kind of things. And I haven't had a chance to see you on Friday night in the sidelines, mm-hmm. but I've had a chance to see Devin out there in baseball, and I can just tell. And it's it's obvious how much he also cares about the kids. So I put Devin through a little bit more of a process, uh, you know, but. Um, I mean, he definitely came in and earned it, and you, you both earned it, and you both earned it based on your on your character and your merits. I mean, that's that's something that I'm actually thankful that we had to go through that process. You know, there's been some, um, you know, when I came on at game time, I didn't really have to go through an interview process because I was a facilitator and or a front desk worker, and then uh, kind of came on as a trainer once I got my degree, and then um, got a promotion here about a year ago uh, to be the the co-director. But I never really had to go through that process, so kind of thankful that I had to go through the interview and just, you know, learning how to grow up a little bit and, and go through those things. So that's something I, I didn't want the job just given to me. So I'm grateful that I could do that. Well, uh, you know, and uh, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And I know that I know that the um, Lion Nation is very excited about both of you. So that's uh, that's fantastic. So when we come back from break here in a little bit, I want to hear about your vision uh, for the programs. I want to hear about like your experience growing up in these programs and then your vision. You're both very young men, which is awesome. I, th- I love that. I agree with uh, I agree with Coach uh, that I mean, your longevity here, I mean, could be really significant. Uh, you know, and I hope that that's the case. I, I hope that's the case for uh, generations to come at Columbia Central. Uh, we're going to take a break right now from uh, American Steel. Uh, we'll be right back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Caledonian Financial is a full-service financial planning firm. What we mean by that is we work with young clients, assisting budgeting in Ross, young families with college planning, life and disability insurance, older clients as they bring in 401k rollovers, seek advice with estate and tax planning, and finally with elderly clients when it comes to the distribution phase of their retirement and long-term care options. This is Marianne Stevick with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey, this is Brenda Lynn Allen, and you are tuned in to 101.7 FM WKOM Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to American Steel here on WKOM 101.7 FM radio in Columbia, Tennessee. Please encourage uh, your friends and share this podcast. Encourage your friends to download this podcast. And always hit me up if you uh, have a specific topic you want to talk about. I'm just excited about today, Clayton and Coach, to have uh, you know two amazing coaches on the staff at Columbia Central right now, Coach Golf and uh, Coach Simlar. Uh, when we ended our first segment, coaches, we were talking just about you know your history and, and um, your character and your reputations in the community are impeccable. Uh, 
Coach Simlar, what's your – you played for Coach Pickle. Now you've replaced him. That's kind of cool, right? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you have to uh, step up into those shoes as a head coach. What is your vision for the team, and what are your expectations moving forward? So I would say uh, the vision is pretty clear, um, is that I'm not really coaching baseball, but I'm more of building a program because I want this to be a, a long-lasting thing for sure. Um, when I came back uh, two years ago, uh, th- there was a different feel on the team. It just looked like there was uh, not, not as much of the high energy. It just didn't look like kids were having as much fun, and I noticed that right off the bat. And uh, Me and Coach Pickle talked about that before, and that's probably that's the reason that I came in, um, is, is that we needed a little bit more youth. You needed to have someone that could relate to those guys. And, um, you know, the weight room is the big thing, and that's something that I could help out with immediately. Um, so, so the vision of the program is we're going to keep attacking the weight room. That's something that I think we've really kind of – hit on and it's and it's really kind of taken off for these guys like I said we've had we had guys that were freshmen and sophomores that were 120 130 pounds and and now those same kids are 150 160 170 so now if we can take that next jump to to 180 190 on on some of the on some of these guys then I think that'll that'll keep progressing but um you know weight room is something that we will be huge into I think that's been a, a huge benefit for these guys um, we're going to play fast. We're going to play. One thing I say to the guys, you know, right before we, we, we uh, break down and, and start our game is play hard, play fast, have fun. Uh, so that's, that's the three things that I always talk about with the guys. And, and if they can, if they can continue with that, then I think they'll have fun doing that, you know, playing fast and, and enjoying yourself out there, just, you, you play more confident. Uh, and if we can get these guys playing with confidence and I think, you know, we can really start to take off. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm going to do a little principal plug here because it's always been my vision and my mindset. I, I like when um, I like when my head coaches are sharing athletes. Yep. I, I just tell the boys and the girls, uh, you get high school once, play everything. Once you narrow it down, if you've got if you've got a coach coming over and saying, "Hey, you're a pitcher, you don't need to go out and get hurt," and we want you at the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Next year to be our pitcher, our ace pitcher. So be careful if you go out and play football and get hurt. I understand those conversations, but I heard you and Coach Golf talking before we went on. on we went live on the air about you know how you're going to share and how you're going to you know come together on workouts. And then, of course, both of your backgrounds in exercise science. You work at uh, a, a great uh, company right now that does a lot of exercise programs. Um, so that that encourages me that you guys will be. Um, communicating and collaborating on our athletes yeah. at the school. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we were just talking, you know, this is the first time we've gotten to sit down and talk since we've both been hired. But, you know, we've got five athletes, I think, that we can share. And I know he's got a good background in it. So even if it comes down to, hey, what did you guys, what would you do in the weight room today? Oh, well, we did this. And then I'll make sure that, you know, we're doing something on that end. But just as long as we're communicating, I think we'll be we'll be perfectly fine. And, you know, I just now occurred to me, but so I'll, I'll put you on the spot on the air. Uh, Coach Golf is trying to set up, and he's already set it up with um, – with a few others, uh, leadership, uh, a two-day intense leadership program for the football team. I want to encourage you to go at least watch that okay. to see if that's something that you'd want the baseball team to experience. And basically, it's a team-building leadership uh, under under duress. Let's just okay. put it that way, okay. which I love. It's fa- fantastic for that. Excited about that, Coach. And Coach Golf, what about you? I mean, you've... Uh, You've played at a high level. You've been celebrated at a high level. You're also replacing a Hall of Fame coach. You also have a lot of colleagues and friends that have, uh, and some have actually played in the NFL and currently still playing in the NFL. So I'm sure you're talking to you. I think you told me that Shaq Mason was more excited than for you than you were excited for you. Uh, yeah, he called me, man, and I ain't seen number teeth in the phone. <laughs> uh, he was excited. Um, you know, he posted me all over his social media and everything. Um, 
And he's not the only one. Uh, guys like Batman Kelly, who went to TSU and played in the NFL as well, they've been calling me and telling me how proud of, of me they are. So it's it's got out there. He's all the way in Texas. He lives in Texas. So it's it's out there, man. And and the, like we said, the community is behind us. And then for me, it's just a big because uh, it's coaches like um, the coach over there, Coach Wyatt, the coach over there with Thorn back in the day, Coach Bullock who coached with Thorn, uh, guys like that. You know who've been around, and there's other coaches, man. Uh, co- coaches at Carver Smith, uh, the old high school in Columbia. Um, this guy has been around, and for me to st- uh, step up and have this opportunity, man, um, I'm I'm ready, and I got a good supporting cast around me to be right there uh, working with me step step by step. Uh, my old coaches, a lot of guys that I'm good friends with and played a, a lot of ball with and been in, in the trenches with, so I know how they react when times get tough and they're ready to tune in and get to work and. Um, our families have backgrounds together. Um, I even go to church together. Um, his brother and me, uh, we worship together, sung in the choir together, and all of that. So us working together won't never be a problem. You know, um, we'll be able to communicate and get stuff done. Uh, Coach, are, are you a singer? Yeah, I'm not much of a singer. I was just, a, I was just there. You're there. Yeah, I was just there. I was just there. But um, I was about to say, wait, yeah. you, you got to be careful what you share yeah, on the nah, show. Nah, yeah, I'm not be, much of a singer. You'll man. be singing the national yeah. anthem at the next yeah. basketball game. Nah, but. you don't want me doing that. Coach, <laughs> now, now I will. I, I do want to bring this up. Now, Devin, you have about, you know. Ten months until your season starts, or, or nine months, we'll say. But you, you got a lot to go ahead. On the other hand, your season starts in about ninety days. Yeah, nah, for sure. It's so, so what? What are, what are your expectations for your program and in year number one? Uh, my expectations in year number one is to main thing establish hard work. That's the main thing. That's where it starts. And then, like we've been in the weight room this song. I mean, this spring. And like you said, that's key to me, man. Uh, that's separation. Uh, I know when we was here in my 11th grade year, junior year, from the 9th and 10th grade, we didn't do so well, but we stayed in that weight room and built the foundation. And then by the time we got to 11th and 11th grade and 12th grade, we were more physically stronger than people and everything else. And it just took a toll on them throughout the game, and we was able to uh, stay healthy throughout the season and everything else. So that weight room is a big key to me, man. And like you said, also uh, on the on the schedule I made the other day, Main thing I put on there was tempo, tempo, tempo. We got to be moving, man. Um, efficiency is everything to me. Um, I don't like people just standing around, walking, and going through the motions. Let's get to where we're going, next drill, so we can get as much done as we can get done. And the expectation is winning for me, man. Uh, I might, we might, we might uh, struggle, we might not, but I'm gonna do everything I can in power. I can watch film, get with coaches, make the right decisions on personnel and everything else to put us in the best position to win. Um, the the history of Columbia football is just so great, man. Uh, it's many great players, um, great coaches. Coach Blue, who was my coach, um, that come through this program. I can remember being a kid listening to it on the radio every weekend when uh, Fred Sparkman and them played. Um, if I wasn't at the game, I was listening to it at the radio. But if they was playing, we was there on the backside of that hill playing uh, football, tackling each other and everything else. But, I mean, it's just a lot of great memories and for – me to be in this position, I'm going to hold these kids to the highest standard because I know the some of the history of the, of the of the program and the players that've been through the program and what it means to them. Yeah, yeah. He talked about the radio. This will be our 77th consecutive year doing Columbia football, mm-hmm. which is unbelievable. Well, that that's great. That's unbelievable. It, it, 1946. That's amazing. Yeah, Devin, you remember us as coaches at Central? We used to. 
talk to you about coming to play football, coming to play football. But I noticed one thing about Devin. You could get there at the game on Friday nights, a football game at home. Are you the way and you look up and see Devin in the cheering section? You like football. You liked it. We we tried our best to get you to play, but you know, you had a great baseball career out there. And uh, but yeah, that's great that 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 I can remember that you had a passion to come mm-hmm. support the. And, I, and I've thought about that too. There's there's times where I go back and think about it and think, you know, man, you know, what would have happened I know. Uh, if I would have? And I, and I love football. I love being around it. My dad's a football coach, and he's always been a football guy. So. Um, it, I've always gone back and, and thought about that, but um, you know, summer baseball would kind of interfere with it and things like that. And I, I knew that I, I played quarterback when I was coming through, and, and I'm a five eight quarterback. I knew that's kind of tough tough doing. So um, I knew I had kind of had a route in baseball if I wanted. To well, I know that had some uh, mothers, especially, who used to come up to me out there them days, and we were trying to get everybody out there to play football. We was excited because golf and them was graduating. We wanted to keep the tradition going. I remember having two mothers tell me one time baseball mothers said, "We fixing to call the sheriff on you, coach." I said, "What for?" She said, "You stalking our kids to play football." <laughs> uh, so yeah. Sometimes what it takes, right? I mean, you got to start them off if they want to. We talked about in your interview about going down and just being present or helping coach Little League and then giving those kids something uh, familiar and then exciting to know that they can come straight through their middle school right to the high school and they'll see a familiar face and someone that they know cares about them. Yeah, absolutely. That, the, the Little League stuff, honestly, I didn't expect to, to love it as much as I do, but I love being out there with those guys. Uh, you know, we got a tournament this weekend. Uh, we'll play tomorrow up in Murfreesboro. Uh, so that, that, that little 12-year-old group, by the time they get uh, – we've got a really good freshman and sophomore group. By the time they graduate, those 12-year-olds will be moving on in. So, got a good little plan. Well, yeah, yeah, they'll be leaving other schools in the county going to Central. Hopefully, that's the goal. Yeah, it's this morning. I'm just kidding. That was Clayton Harris, folks. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> he knows. Devin knows what I'm talking about. De- yeah, De- 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 Devin. Oh, yeah, okay. he knows what I'm talking about. Inside, inside joke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Coach Golf. The other day, you had a co- your first coaches meeting, and I was there, and I wanted to be there. I, I want you to tell me transparently right now on the spot, what did you think about? Because I only stood, I only stayed for like ten minutes. That you noticed that, right? Yeah, I did. I did. What? Just tell me transparently what your thoughts were about me being there up front, and then what you thought about when I left after only ten minutes. Um. So at first, you know, I was I was kind of um, glad to see you, you know, um, because you throughout this whole process you've been present, you know. It ain't it ain't been a time where you just been like, huh? Y'all got it on your own. And that's not saying that you don't think that we can handle it on our own. That's just showing your support for us, and then. When you left, at first I was kind of like, I don't know if I said something wrong or or maybe just had something to do, you know. But I uh, – and then Clayton kind of – he had showed me uh, your message saying that I did good. And that, that kind of reassured me that, okay, I'm good, um, you know. Because I, I had been planning for it for about two weeks, uh, you know, because uh, we was in Georgia this past weekend at the AU basketball tournament. I stayed up all night, you know, writing stuff down, visions uh, for coaching staff, how we wanted to treat the kids and everything else. So – um, I, I really didn't know how to take it until I kind of got that reassurance from him, you know. Well, I was going to get with you, but I mm-hmm. left because I was proud of everything I heard, mm-hmm. and it was it, it directly aligned with my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about uh, you talked more about developing young men mm-hmm. as opposed to young football players, mm-hmm. most definitely. Yeah, and so uh, and then you hear again going back to your reputation and how you were in high school and how you've been as an adult. Uh, I mean, I, I had heard enough, and then I left so I wouldn't stifle you as the head coach. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody in that room to be apprehensive about saying, because you said we ha- if there's 11 of us and one of us is going in the opposite direction from the 10, then mm-hmm. we're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. So we all have to be going in the same direction. And you talked about character, honor. Uh, you talked about 
Uh, you said if a child comes out here to put up with football practice, you know that they must be le- a lot of them must be leaving a bad situation to mm-hmm. come out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, just being transparent, you and I had a couple of different conversations about a few young men prior to you becoming the head coach that I thought needed another opportunity to be mm-hmm. out there. Yes. So when you started talking about that and when you started kind of – when you because t- you, you took control immediately, I just didn't want to be in the room and, and you or anybody else to feel like they were mm-hmm. – they couldn't be transparent because mm-hmm. that's what it takes. And I was just uh, – I kind of walked out, smiled, and I just felt really reassured uh, and great about you being the head coach at Central. Okay. I'm glad I could – I'm glad I could do that, man. And um, when I was talking about the kids um, – making a decision to come out there, it's only because I, I grew up in this community, man, and I know what it's like. Um, when you ain't in sports, it's so many temptations in these neighborhoods and everywhere else. Um, from the time we was in middle school, we would go undefeated. But the time we go from middle school to high school, so many kids would go into gangs, uh, different stuff, get, maybe being juvenile, and we would lose so many kids out of those classes coming to the next level that it would – it would be devastating for the sports program, but little did people know that that was what was going on. They thought they everybody down in coaching this, this, and that. But I mean, when you lose that many kids from going from middle school to high school to stuff that's in your in, in the neighborhood and environment, then that's tough. And so when a kid, like I said, when a kid make a decision to want to choose football over being out here in the streets and everything else, it ain't no way I could turn them down or run them away. Yeah, and, and I agree. I mean, it's all about it's all about the student athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton and I were having lunch today. I, I mentioned that, and, and the gentleman walked up to me and he, he said some nice things about me. But then he he was going to leave, and then he came back to tell me one other thing. Do you remember what he said, Clayton? You, uh, he talked about he worked in the juvenile justice system and how there's nobody there from Central anymore. Anymore, mm-hmm. he, he nope. said the last year, in years past he's had a line he's had a line out the door. Mm-hmm. He said he hasn't had any from Central, and that's just because of the team that we've assembled. And you two, you, basically, you two are like uh, getting uh, five star recruits onto your team. <laughs> okay, I mean just to help us character wise. Mm-hmm. I mean I want this community to see that this is a school of character that we care about the kids. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna bend or or break our our integrity in order to get a win or in order to get this or that. We and, and we can do it. We're a huge public high school that if we continue to collaborate, uh, communicate, we can make some amazing things happen for mm-hmm. for student athletes. And we've got like the best female skeet shooter in the country. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, scholarships going out to so many different students in track and in, in rugby and football, baseball. We got it's happening, right? Yeah. And you guys just make us better. Okay. I mean, Columbia is a special place. It really is. You know, I've had the privilege to go live down in, in some different places. I played some summer ball in Atlanta uh, when I was in high school and stuff and got to go down there for college and stuff. So and, and trade you too. like we, we've gotten to, to move away from Columbia and there's a reason we came back. Yeah, I feel like, you know, so it's a special place. And, and, and like you said, as long as we can keep our guys and keep the right guys in the locker room, I think we can keep building the culture like we want. To. Well, I, I want to take a minute here. Coach Goff. Coach Elmer, what is your fondest memory of Central? And you answer it first, Coach Goff, and I want you to answer yours. I'm curious because I like to pick at people's heads so much, and uh, especially many years, years at Central. What, what, what is your fondest memory? My fondest memory just had to be that 2010 season, man, when um, that group of guys, like I said, to this day we still in group messages. And that, they the first people I talk to when I wake up in the morning. I got probably four messages from them. <laughs> and it just goes to say a lot that we built that relationship right then and there. 
And then guys like yourself and Clayton who coached us, man, y'all were the the bright spots, the uh, energy. You you yourself, man, you you brighten the room as soon as you walk in. Um, Thank you. You know, you run out with your towel and everything else. I still remember that type of stuff and, and the stuff you used to tell us, man. So just that group of guys and coaches, just everybody working together and – and achieving that goal, that was that's probably one of the fondest memories, man. Because that that's something that you see it still hasn't been done again to this day, and it took us that long to to achieve it ourselves. So, and that was also a memory. I mean, just something that I, had, me and my dad talked about my freshman year, and I had got offers to go to Innsworth, Brimwood Academy, and everywhere else. And I told him, Nah, I'm gonna stay here, and I want to win the state championship. That's and awesome. to actually do it, that that that's one of my fondest memories. Let me ask you a question that I don't know. I don't think I've ever asked you this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, from that 2010 season, what was your thoughts after the Lincoln County game? I was I was a little discouraged, um, you know, because um, they kind of just manhandled us. If you want to just be real, honestly, yeah, yeah, it was kind of like we was just out there and boom, it was over with. We couldn't do nothing about it. Um, but then when we kind of got back and made some changes in certain positions and did this and that, and people locked in, you know, it was, we we seen it go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Well, that just goes to show you that a championship team can can sometimes fall, yeah, occasionally. But uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, there were some changes after that game, and you know the rest what, is history. I, Clayton, I, what I remember, my son was a freshman your senior year. I couldn't Maverick. get away from him. Huh? I, I, he probably was one of the only people who ever tackled me every time <laughs> yeah. that I came to the side. Yeah. But I can remember though, <laughs> as as you and Shaq and them guys there, you took notice to the. Incoming freshmen, mm-hmm. that's I think that we got away from over the years. But you guys would come down there and handpick some of them. I never forget you come down and got Maverick says, "Hey, hey, dude, you coming up here and run with the, mm-hmm. with us?" And we'd run in one tens after a, a brutal practice. You'd go down there and hand select some of them freshmen that's going to be impact players, mm-hmm. and you made them guys get up there and run with you guys. Mm-hmm. And and I thought that day when I seen that, I mm-hmm. said, "This is a special place." Oh uh, yes, sir. Devin, let's hear yours. Um, I would say honestly, I think I would have two of them. Honestly, good. Um, my freshman year, um, kind of. Sometimes I forget about this, but I, I, well, I did play football my freshman year, mm-hmm. and then I was able. To, I got brought up to the varsity after our freshman season, um, and it was that I think it was either 2012 or 2013. I can't remember exactly which year, but um, it was the year we went to the state championship and lost to Beach, um, mm-hmm. and just just getting called up to. Uh, to play on varsity that year, and you know I was you know warming up with Markham before the game and stuff like that. So just those type of memories that some I always remember, and uh, you know Heard was on the other uh, other sideline over there, so didn't go the way we wanted to. But just being a part of that experience uh, in 2012 uh, was really cool. But then as far as baseball and actually being in game and stuff like that, um, I would say junior year we were in the regional uh, championship. We the little backstory we had lost to Riverdale uh, my, when I was in eighth grade, ninth grade. 10th grade, so three years in a row, we had lost to Riverdale in the same exact game, and they were all like 2-1, 3-2, very tight ball games, good pitching matchup, all that stuff. Um, and we finally uh, we finally did what we needed to do, finally came through, uh, got the win. I was able to catch the last out of the game, uh, moved on, and had a good little run going into uh, one game short of the state tournament. But that game right there was like we finally got over the hump that we needed to. Uh, you could see it on uh, Coach Pickle and Coach Loveless' face, like they've you know, finally got past this point. So that was that was a really cool memory. Um, and then, honestly, this past year, when we beat uh, Ravenwood and Independence into those games to get us into the region, it kind of felt like that again. So I that could imagine. A really cool moment to, to see, you know, from a player standpoint with Pick and then on the other end with coaching standpoint with Pick getting that, you know, that same kind of experience. So that was really cool. That's, that's a great memories right there. Favorite teacher of all times. 
Oh, don't put him Man. on the spot. He's working with Man. some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Miss Roberts, even though I never had oh, her as a teacher. Yeah, she's great. Miss Roberts always made sure you know. It's a good answer. It is a great. Answer. We used to do the five A program. Sure did. She kept a lot of guys in, in check. Um, she stayed on me. I remember her telling me one time, Trady, you're not the biggest. Uh, you may not be the fastest. So you got to have something going in your corner. And, and grades is something you can have. With. Yeah, That's she's resilient. She's a great lady. I appreciate Miss Roberts for that for sure. I told her you said that the other day. By the way, mm-hmm. so oh. she just had a big old smile yep. on her face. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, Miss Jernigan. She was my senior year uh, English teacher. Okay, that's neat. All right, we're going to take one more break uh, from here on American Steel. Thank you. We'll be right back in just a second. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Front Porch Radio is Southern Middle Tennessee's home for the best in news, talk, and sports. Missed out on any favorite Front Porch programs? Check us out online at frontporchradiotn.com to download episodes of your favorite podcast. Listen live or listen online. Search for it on your favorite podcast app. iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Alexa. Join us on the porch, frontporchradiotn.com. 
Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 1017 FM WKOM. And welcome back to American Steel, folks. On a special episode with two amazing coaches, three amazing, four amazing coaches. I coach, but I really don't have any thing to brag about uh, coaches uh, I played I coached a little bit uh, that's not true I coached a championship 10 year old volleyball team at one point so shout out to my daughter Ella Grace uh, I'm the best coach that you've ever had dear and uh, you and you know it so that's my claim to fame as a, as a coach uh, coaches this never occurred to me uh, I, I don't think about things like this often um, but coach golf uh, coach Simlar We've checked. I think we've checked. I think we've been thorough. And if uh, there's, I guess, a 1% chance that somebody might correct us. But if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you are the first two head coaches who are African-American in the county's history. Since integration, yes. Since integration. Mm-hmm. Now, um, again, it wasn't – it had no bearing. I never even thought – to be honest with you, I never even really thought twice about it. I just hire – I always hire the best people for the job, and, and you, you, you two are by far the best people for the job. But I also uh, was reminded and I reflected on um, how meaningful this must be to you. I don't even know if you all thought about that or if that was something that somebody else brought up. But since I've been uh, talking with a few folks, I know Clayton has done some research um, – I'd like to. I like our listeners to know how meaningful it is to you. I, mean, I, I you think made it's history. special. Uh, I think it's special for sure. It's, it's not, not not anything that I've thought about either. Honestly, um, I will. I, when I told my I told my grandparents that I that I was applying for and I'd be interviewing, and, and my granddad did mention. So he was like, I, "I wonder would you would you be the first uh, black coach over there?" Um, and I said, "Yeah, that's something I hadn't really thought about." So he he brought it into my my ear just a little bit when I talked to him about it. So. Um, but when I called him, he was very proud. Uh, he was very proud. And, um, but like I said, it's it's not really something that I've thought about, but it is special now, now that we we do get to talk about it a little bit. So it's it's something special. It's something that's I think is great for the community. I think it's great for um, you know one of my one of the things I want to do is I want to go out to Fairview Park, and I feel like they haven't done a lot. Uh, in the, well, you know the community hasn't done too, a lot with. Uh, with the baseball program, so that's something I, w- I just want to help with. Um, something I want to reach out to the kids and see how we can you, we can better that league, I guess, and and get kids over to Central that, that want to keep playing and um, you know just be a part of that. So, like I said, it's, it's not something that I've thought about, but it is something that if we're going to bring up, that it is special. Um, so, um, but but yeah, it's 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 something that's that's pretty cool. Well, I think too. I you know, I just it just occurred to me that you know you don't uh, a lot of times you don't see a lot of minority players on baseball teams, yeah, right? 100%. And so this is something that will encourage minority players to come out for baseball. Uh, over the course over the years, we've seen amazing uh, Hall of Famers. Uh, minority baseball players yeah. so I mean th- this will encourage them to come out uh, you being the head coach and I'm looking forward to that and coach golf I mean you are the first uh head varsity football coach in the county's history yeah man um I never I, you know I never even thought about it like you said um it was brought to my attention by my father that that I possibly was and, and then when it was confirmed you know it just it's just big time you know um to be able to be called in that role as a leader and lead these young men in this community, like I said, with as many great coaches has come through. Um, and I was led by great coaches. Like my father coached me all the way up until I got to middle school. Uh, Coach Greg English, who's recently passed away, he coached everybody. He coached yeah. both of them. He, co- he, yeah. coached, he coached me. Yeah, yeah. He co- you know, um, he was a, a big role model to this community. Um, he kind of helped start the Fairview League yep. over there. He yep. was on the board. Um, and he was a big, big Big piece of to me as far as a player and now being a coach, you know, um, 
we used to take our 12-year-old, well, we not even, we, we was 12, but we started out nine years old, seven, eight. We would go win state tournaments in baseball everywhere. Uh, football, we'll go battle teams in Nashville, uh, some of the roughest neighborhoods, and and get them get them all they could ask for, man. So I, I just appreciate everything that's been instilled in me by the coaches I've had, uh, coaches I've uh, heard about, like Coach uh, Coach Hall, who's on our staff. His his granddad was Coach Wyatt. He was a coach at Central. I mean, not Whitthorn. I'm sorry, but um, he I heard plenty of great things about him and what he was doing for the community. So that's that's um, some of the things that I'm going to try to bring and um, just let people uh, let people know about the history that's here, man, that's been here, you know, not just on the black side, but the other side as well. It's not just, like I told coaches, it's not a black football, it's not white football, it's Columbia Central football, and there's so much history within it. So, and I think it's special, and everybody needs to, you know, you know, just be reminded where, where sometimes to get where you're going, you got to know where you come from. So, the, if you know your history and what's been passed down, then, I think I think you know you know where you're going and that gets your mind mind right and you want to uh, stay focused and and work towards that. Well, I, and honestly, if anybody listening doesn't buy into what you just said, then uh, I, I don't know what mm-hmm. what else they want. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again to get to get where you're going, you got to know where you came from. Yes, sir. Yeah, hundred yes, percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and nothing nothing worth achieving is easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, he kind of he kind of hit on. I think uh, I think we both won. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we both won state championships at the little league mm-hmm. playing under Coach English. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I won it when I was 11. I can't remember the year or anything. But mm-hmm. then you you guys would have came through as 12. Yep. Y'all were like a game or two yeah, away we, from uh, the World yeah, we Series. Were Southeast yeah. Regionals, um, and we lost to. A, a team out of Florida, um, yeah. The, that, if we would have won that game, we would have been in the Little League World Series. That was it. Was Shaq on that team? Um, Shaq too? actually, like, he was on my regular season team, but he always played with a, a year younger than us. With I okay, because he is younger than us, but with All Stars, he would play with the eleven, the eleven, what eleven year olds, and we would be twelve year olds. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew, but there was like two years in a row that y'all were very mm-hmm. close to going to the World yep. Series. Yep. 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 I've been here for a year now, and I haven't had the pleasure. I've met Shaq's mom, but not Shaq. Mm-hmm. So next time he comes around, introduce me. I'd like to meet him. Okay, uh, I got you. I how's, got you. how's his? Uh, uh, is he liking Texas? I, I think he loving Texas, man. Um, he got a great situation. They got some good draft picks this uh, up this past draft. Um, so it's, it's 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 excitement around the program right now. And and then him signing the new contract and being locked in there, I know he's ready and locked in and ready to focus. And you know, one thing about him, he always gonna stay working hard in the weight room when he's here. He's in Franklin training with those guys who train uh, some of the top athletes in this area. So. So he's locked in and ready to go. That's one thing about him. He's going to stay ready. Well, when I found out who he was when I first got this job, I, I started watching Tampa Bay. And mm-hmm. uh, he was 69, right? Yes. Yeah, number 69. And, uh, you know, it was funny because I was watching him block instead of watching the running back. Mm-hmm. Normally when you watch football. Uh, just because I, I met his mom and she was amazing. And then just uh, hearing about his support of Columbia Central – um, I, I just wanted him to pancake the guy in front of him every single okay. time. Now you mentioned Coach Hall. Now Coach Hall, I saw Coach Hall playing the in the alumni game against Spring Hill, and he was dunking. Can, <laughs> can you still dunk, Coach? Oh, no, uh, I, I, my, I played with my guys. Hey, you guys, about a month ago, my knees still. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, uh, Coach, uh, coaches, what do you have for uh, Coach Similar? What do you have for off season? Um, we, we will go ahead and get started. Uh, we start Monday morning at 6.30 in the morning. Um, that's where we'll get started. We'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the weight room. Um, and then, like I said, we're going in the morning so that some of my guys can get to football practice in the afternoon. So we want to make sure that that schedule is good there. Um, and then a lot of the guys are going to play summer ball. Um, wanted to make sure that something that I did yesterday was make sure that all my guys have somewhere to play. 
Um, but we'll do our workouts in the morning, and then we'll have some time to come up to the field afterwards and do a little bit of a skill work, some throwing, some hitting, stuff like that, and then they'll be okay. done, you know, 6.30 to about 8.30, 9 o'clock, and then be done for All the right. day. Well, Coach Dickinson, we've got about two minutes. Will you close us out with uh, just how important it is to, for the support, the fundraising piece, and I think that you got a raffle that you wanted to mention? Yeah, the Columbia Gridiron, and y'all can chime in, Coach, uh, Clayton, Clayton Harris, but uh, they finally got the uh, raffle approved through the state of Tennessee. And this right here is a game changer right here. It's Columbia Gridiron, Gridiron Association, $10 per ticket. The goal is to sell 2,000 tickets, and they will give out winners for first second and third prize first prize if they retain these tickets and sell them all four thousand dollars second prize three thousand dollars third prize two thousand dollars tickets only ten dollars a piece it's your odds of winning this is a lot better than the lottery is right now so get out and support the gridiron because all that money stays with the football program and believe me it takes a ton of money to operate a high school football program Okay, Lion Nation, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this episode of America Seal, an exciting episode. We'll have the coaches back on again. Coaches, just real quick for me, um, Friday nights or any nights baseball is playing, uh, win or lose, I'll send you a text, good win, tough loss, whatever it is, uh, just know that I've got your back a 1,000%. I'm excited about you being here. We all are. Uh, and so, Lion Nation, let's surround these coaches with all the love and support we could possibly give them, and let's make uh, Columbia Central High School the best high school in the country. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. Great job. You're listening to American Steel on WKOM 101.7 Radio here in Columbia, Tennessee.